Hello, and welcome to For Your Listening Pleasure, a podcast focused on talking with interesting and diverse individuals and discussing how their backgrounds shape them into the people they are today. I am your host, Mallory Waxman. Today on the podcast, I'm excited to be welcoming Carrie from Pause Chicago. Pause Chicago was founded in 1997 with the goal of ending the unnecessary killing each year of tens of thousands of helpless cats and dogs. 25 years later, their solution-based approach has led to a 91% drop in euthanasia citywide since their founding. They have performed more than 280,000 free and low-cost spay and neuter surgeries, found loving homes for more than 70,000 pets, and consistently saved 98% of the pets that come through their doors. And while these achievements are remarkable, it's only the beginning. Paw Chicago is one of the two nonprofit organizations that the For Your Listening Pleasure Wordsmith Merchandise Collaboration is benefiting from. As a reminder, 100% of all proceeds will be going to Paw Chicago and Pets for Vets. You can find the link to purchase your sweatshirt in this episode's show notes. Thank you. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, for listeners who may not know who you are, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. My name is Carrie Sahasky. I'm the Assistant Director of Events and Community Engagement here at Paw Chicago, and I've been with the organization for five years. Great. And for listeners who did not know, PAWS is actually going to be one of the charities that will be receiving um, part of the funds that are raised uh, through the For Your Listening Pleasure and Wordsmith collaboration. And PAWS is based in Chicago. Um, It was founded several years ago. But Carrie, would you mind telling our listeners how PAWS came to be? Sure. So Paw Chicago, we are entering our 25th anniversary this year, which is very exciting. And it was actually founded by a mother-daughter duo, duo, um, Paula and Alexis Viseas. So Alexis had to do a community project for school, do some volunteer hours, and she was going to, you know, the animal shelter here, Chicago Animal Care and Control, and just seeing that, you know, so many animals being euthanized and not getting in a second chance at life. And it wasn't because of that they wanted to do that. It was just a lack of resources and not having the medical facility to treat the animals the way that they needed. Um, Just the infrastructure wasn't there. So her and her mother first started, what they would do was they would go and get animals from CACC and bring them, walk them up and down the street, the Magnificent Mile, and encourage people to adopt them, and then bring the ones that they couldn't adopt back. So that's how we started with Angels with Tails and getting the word out. And then they saw that there's more that they were able to do. And so they, you know, eventually grew to open up our Lincoln Park Adoption Center. We opened up our um, Lurie Clinic in the year 2000, where it's a state-of-the-art medical facility where we're able to help treat pets. So it's the first stop for all of the animals. And that has grown into such a big effort in working with the community and helping with spay neuter. We do about 15,000 surgeries a year, helping out the community there. And since our founding in 1997, all of these efforts combined has helped reduce the euthanasia rate in Chicago by 91%. Um, so it started, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, all it takes is one person to make a difference and what can be done with, you know, with that one spark and engaging the community. 
Absolutely. And one of the reasons why um, myself and Wordsmith chose pause is just because of that rate. Bringing it down 91% is huge because I know I have a dog and animals can't advocate for themselves. And so that's really where our role comes in. And pause just does such an amazing job with advocating for animals and making sure that they are getting the best health and finding the right homes. How did you yourself get involved? Well, when I, I, I am a Chicago transplant. And so I came here and I, you know, I have a rescue dog myself and I always love doing activities with him. So I asked my boss, I said, you know, what activities are there to do with dogs in Chicago? If there's any events. And he said, Oh, you need to attend a paw Chicago event. So my first one was beach party. Um, dressed my dog up in this cute Hawaiian shirt. We were a little matching couple and went to my first event. And I had such a wonderful time um, because all of our events, the dogs are the show and we really put up the red carpet. We, you know, for all of our events, people can bring their dogs. So from that, I then attended the 5K walk run and some other events along the way. And when I saw the job posting, I, it really combined my love of event planning. I was working for another nonprofit and planning fundraising events and obviously animal welfare. My, my dog, Teddy is the world to me. So it was like the perfect job for me, any dog lover really. And I was fortunate enough to get the position. That's amazing how you're able to find something you love, but then also make it your job. I think that's what we all aspire to at one day. For our listeners who are curious where the funds go, can you talk about where some of the donations go? Of course. Yes. So um, I think it's really, that's a great question and one that a lot of people ask because it's very important that, you know, donor dollars are very important to know how it's spent and that they're spent wisely. And Pause Chicago, we have one of the largest charity ratings with Charity Navigator, which is one of the premier charity watchdog groups out there. We have a four-star rating that we've received. It's the top rating. We've received that 19 consecutive years. And that's something that only 1% of all of the charities that they look at worldwide um, achieve. So anyone making a donation to Pause Chicago knows that their dollars are going to be well spent and spent wisely. So like you said, there's a lot of different locations and different areas. So we, you know, people, they immediately think adoptions. That's, that's obvious. That's a, that's a big part of what we do, but it really starts with our Lurie Medical Clinic. Um, so what we do there is that's the first stop for all of our animals. So all of our animals, we do the spay neuter surgery, microchip, full physical exam, making sure that they're healthy for adoption. Um, And so, you know, there's also treatments that we can do there. There's isolation facilities. We've just recently finished a huge expansion project that tripled the size of our capacity so we can help more homeless pets. So that's where, um, you know, because that's where the biggest need is. And that's what sets us apart from other rescue groups because, you know, it's hard to have that. And that's, that's what really helps drive reducing the euthanasia rate. And then we also recently, recent years, we've opened up our Inglewood Center where we're able to provide free services for those who, who are in need. And especially there in that community, you have such a huge desert and a need with even just not having access to veterinary clinics or even places to buy dog or cat food. So we also um, operate our pet food pantry out of there for anyone who's fallen in hard times. Once a month, they can come and get food and supplies for their pet as well. So that, you know, we want to make sure the pets are staying 
in the homes and really doing the best for, for that pet. So that's another area as well. Um, and then obviously, you know, housing the adoption center and all that takes, you know, heat and electricity and all, you know, the actual facility running of that as well. So you can kind of see where, you know, it's really from the very beginning and the community efforts all the way through when one of our pets is going through the adoption and getting that red bandana that the funds are helping, helping us able to do all of that work. For listeners who have some free time or want to get more involved, what is the best way for them to do that? We always need volunteers. We are a volunteer-driven organization, and we couldn't do what we do without volunteers. So always looking for people. Basically, if you just go to our website at pawchicago.org, the very first step is signing up for one of our new volunteer orientations. These are all online. We do them via Zoom, so super easy to attend, where we give an outline of the PAWS story, how we got started, all of the different areas that one can volunteer at. There's such a wide variety. People, they automatically think of doing something with the dogs and the cats, but we always need help, you know, in our business office with administrative tasks. We might need volunteers to help us take photos of the pets or, you know, additional things that you, that you see more the nitty gritty behind the scenes. So those have the new volunteer orientation. And then after that, see all the various areas that they can help volunteer and, and then we'll help steward them to the, the right fit for them. Lovely. And then are there any events coming up that listeners should know about uh, coming up this spring or early summer? Yes, we always have something happening. <laughs> so we, of course, we have our, all of our adoption events. So we have our big spring adoptathon that's coming up this month, as well as our Angels with Tails Gold Coast event that's coming up at the beginning of June. These are huge, you know, adoption events where, again, always looking for volunteers to help. We're also always looking for fosters if people want to foster, because that helps us, you know, once someone fosters, that makes room for another dog or cat that we can bring into our program. So this is a huge need for us, especially as we enter kitten season. And then we also have our second annual golf outing that's happening in June. We're really excited. This was a first year event last year that did wonderfully. So we made it an annual event. Uh, we also have our beach party that's coming up on Wednesday, July 27th. Um, a new location at the Offshore Club in Navy Pier. So we're very excited for that. And then we've also launched registration for our Paw Chicago 5K Walk Run. That's our largest attended event. That's going to be on Saturday, September 10th at Pontrose Harbor. Um, we typically get about 7,000 humans and 3,000 dogs at that event. So I always say it's pretty much what I imagine heaven looks like because there's dogs as far as the eye can see. So we really have, you can see there's such a wide variety of events that we really have a little bit of something for everyone, whether it's an individual like myself who went to an event by myself, or if they want to get the whole family involved. And listeners, um, prior to each of those events, I'll post about them. We want to make sure that you're informed and get all the details um, leading up to the event. And then just as a reminder, PAWS and Pets for Vets are the two organizations that all proceeds, everything um, is going towards. And myself personally, if you repost about the sweatshirt, I am going to be donating $2 for every repost. You have to tag me, um, either Malier04 or 
for your listening pleasure in the post so I can track it, but I personally will be matching and donating $2 for each repost. Um, These are two amazing organizations that really help animals. And they also make sure that the animals are going to the right homes, which is equally as important. So I'm very excited to work with both of them and to raise as much as we can to help them. We're so grateful and excited for for this partnership and this opportunity. Um, You know, that's such a generous offer. I will definitely be reposting myself. (laughs) So please encourage everyone to repost often. Um, But thank you, Mallory, so much for not only just thinking of us, but really raising awareness for animal welfare. Like you said before, animals really you know, they can't speak for themselves. So we need to speak for them. And it's really people like you that are helping giving them a voice. So we're we're so appreciative. Well, thank you. I'm excited to work with you. Um, So I end every episode with the same three questions and I couldn't end this episode without (laughs) asking you. So the first question is, if you had a quote or a mantra that you lived by, what would it be? So I'll give you since I'm here on behalf of my work, right? I I do have a work mantra that a lot of anyone who's ever worked with me will hear me say a lot. It's under promise and over deliver. Um, Especially in in my world, you can't, you know, you have to not try not to make promises you can't keep, but I think that's a good policy to have in any aspect. It was something that um, a boss of mine used to say that I started copying and saying a lot. But I really try to think of, you know, especially in the events world, how can we really over deliver and give people a good experience for themselves and their pets at at our events, because that's what's going to bring them back year after year. So constantly always thinking of, you know, what else can we do? What else can we offer, give? So that's kind of like how how I operate. I love that one. The second question is if you could relive, any one day, which day would you pick? Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, well, I suppose there's the days that you could relive that you would do over again, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I would say um, just there, I'm going to have to give two. I'll give my, you know, the animal centric one obviously would be the day that I adopted my rescue dog. His name is Teddy, which is short for Theodore Roosevelt, um, my favorite president. So obviously that was a longtime goal. Um, I always said to myself, when I turned 30, I would adopt a dog and I would name him Teddy. And so he was my 30th birthday present to myself. So that was kind of a lifelong dream for me. So that definitely is a very memorable day. And then I would obviously have to say my wedding. Um, my husband and I got married in October of 2020. So the height of COVID, weren't sure if that was going to happen, um, <laughs> that we were able to do it and do it safely. Um, so that was obviously a really wonderful day. It was such a fun day. So I think, um, yeah, that would be fun to, to relive, especially now where we wouldn't have to wear masks. <laughs> yes, yes, Absolutely. And then the final question is, if you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, which song would you choose? This is another one. It's kind of, it depends on the day and which room I'm walking into. <laughs> so I think though, overall, my all-time favorite song is Take On Me by AHA. Um, so those who don't know it, it's an 80s song. And it's just such like a happy, peppy song that whenever I hear it, like you just can't 
help but to smile and dance and be in a good mood. So it's just like a good mood center. And, you know, people hear it at weddings, they get, they dance to it. People, it's one of those like universally loved songs. So I just think it's a great um, way to, to just like energize myself and pump myself up. Great. So I'm going to add that song to the For Your Listening Pleasure theme song playlist that uh, listeners can listen to on Spotify. So love your theme song along with all of our guests. Thank you. Yes. Well, Carrie, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time coming on on behalf of PAUSE as well as for the partnership with PAUSE. I'm really excited to kick this off. And listeners, um, the link to purchase the sweatshirt is in my Instagram, both of them as well as in the show notes to this episode. So feel free, go ahead, share it out. Make sure to tag me in both of them um, so we can really raise some funds for a, a phenomenal and impactful organization. Thank you again so much. And to all the listeners, thank you in advance for purchasing your sweatshirts, for reposting. Um, we're so happy for, for everyone's support. Thank you. Thank you.